Oh, it's lit. <laughs> we prime time. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. <laughs> Give us your feedback. Yo, I'm Manny at the plate and Kobe off of steel. Rescue for the goal and Brady at the wheel. I'm a game changer. The Osaka of the tennis and breaking scoreboard. Simone of the Olympics. Defense and big business. The Mayweather who way better. From the greatness of Jim Brown, I bend down. Talk of sports before I was off the porch. Screaming bow nose while Jordan was playing horse. Late 80s getting torched by the drive in the shot. 2016 got a ring off the three in the block. They eased to forgot. The cardiac kids, Price and Doherty. Bail in the Indian years. This who it is. Your host D Train, yo, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, your host D Train, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. What's really, really, really good, okay? It's another beautiful day in the sports world, right? I am D. Trent. This is Game Changer Sports Talk, industry sports, right? And I'm just coming to shoot it with you just right quick because it's so real in the field. Like most of us today, we woke up wondering, what else could happen in the NFL? I mean, you've had star receivers traded, star quarterbacks traded. We've seen guys renege on deals, fail physicals. We got QBs going there for an offices, offenses. I mean, it's just been crazy. But clearly, the finale is far, far away, right? So let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs and how the Kansas City Chiefs just shocked the whole league by doing something nobody thought was possible. And what did they do? They traded Tariq Hill. That is right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They traded Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill is now a member of the Miami Dolphins. Yes, he is. No, you, you heard this right. I did not make this up. This is real life, okay? Tyreek Hill is now in Miami. I could pull up on Tyreek right now. That's how serious it is. I can go pull up on you right now. Reek was good. Fuck him down to Florida, to the peninsula, all right? This is crazy. So, all of this happened pretty fast. You know, kudos to you if you was up on game last night and you knew this was coming. You know what I'm saying? You the real MVP in my eyes, all right? But nobody really seen this coming, all right? So about 11 o'clock, the news break, hey, Tyreek Hill was granted permission to seek a trade because trade, because, uh, you know. <laughs> We try to make magic wherever we can, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to this sports thing, okay? Because you know the day. So, yeah, I guess uh, Tyreek Hill wanted to be the highest paid receiver in the league. This is, this is how I'm, I'm digesting. He wanted to be the highest paid receiver in the league. 
And Kansas City was like, bro, we can't make you the highest paid receiver in the league right now. We still got to pay Travis. We already paying. We got to get the defense together. Tyreek was probably like, bro, you ain't really got no squad without me. And that's when Andy Reid was like, well, find somebody that's going to take you there because I don't want you. All right? And Miami was like, I'll be your Huckleberry boss. I'll be your Huckleberry boss. Yeah, I'll be your Huckleberry. So Tyreek goes to the Dolphins for a 2022 first-round pick, fourth-round pick, seventh-round pick, and a 2023 fourth-round pick in the sixth-round. In all fairness, for all the money Miami been spending, shit. But Miami looking real daily right now. James Conner, Miles Gaskin. They got Taron Armstead. They signed, re-signed Agba. They got Brad Miami. Shout out to Miami. Miami actually putting together a nice little squad. You really can't even hate that. But that, that was crazy, though. Know? Now I'm wondering, well, what's up with Devontae Parker? Is Devontae Parker available? Because if he is, I'm just saying the Browns should be trying to get him. All right? I mean, if, if Devontae Parker is available, my guy. Why would the Browns not try to get him? You know what I'm saying? Here we go. You see that blockbuster trade, baby. You see it right there on the screen. A first. Oh, a first, a second, a four. A fourth and a sixth. I read a seventh somewhere. Okay. Listen. Tyreek Hill fire, bro. And for anybody who's saying he's not worth five draft picks, bro, you made that shit up. Let me just tell you that right now. You made that up. Tyreek Hill is a threat to score a touchdown every time he touches the ball. It does not matter if he get a short large, mean yard, medium, behind the back, behind the line of scrimmage, five yards, 25 yards. It does not matter. If Tyreek get a step, if he get a chance to wiggle, he almost like Barry Sanders, that receiver. If he get it, it's, it's a good chance you're not stopping him. So, yes, one Tyreek is worth five receivers. It's worth five players in the right system. He's with two. Uh, I heard people say, well, two of arm strength ain't that big. So, how are you going to push it down the field? Well, I was like, then they had Jakeem Grant. Shout out to the Jakeem. Jakeem Grant for being a Brown right now. Then they had Jakeem Grant. Well, Jakeem Grant is a Brown now. I actually think Jakeem left them last year. He, I think he was a Bear. He played for the Chicago Bears last year. But Tyreek gives them an element back. They got Jalen Waddle, and Waddle gives them that element too. I highly doubt if they try to move on from Devontae Parker. But I'm pretty sure Devontae Parker want to get paid. Uh, Jalen Waddle still got four years before he even got an attempt to try to get paid. Devontae Parker, however, is on the last year. I think last year his deal. 
well, this is the last two years of his deal. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? But I would keep it. If, it was, if I was them, I would keep him. But even look, Stefan Diggs, like, what the hell going on? Well, Stefan, you're going to need some help over there. That's what the hell going on. You're going to need another receiver. You lost Zay Jones and Cole Beasley. It's just you. The Bills better be bringing in some type of receiver because it's about to get real. All right? That's even on down to the Browns, too, though. You know, the Browns, all we got is Mari Cooper, and we got DPJ. Is that Malcolm Butler? What was that? Is that a Malcolm Butler alert? What was that? Where are you going? Back to Tennessee? Anyway, he's going back to the Patriots. That's crazy. Man, at this point, ain't no telling what could happen this offseason. Nothing. But I didn't want to spend my whole time talking about football. Because I've been talking about football. And I'll keep talking about football because football is my first love. All right? I seen the Leonard Fournette transaction too. Three years, $21 million. Um, I want to talk about the cast. This is who I want to talk about. I want to talk about who's near and dear to my heart. All right? I want to talk about the cast. These Cleveland Cavaliers are, first off, I'm so proud of these cast. Okay? Now, if you go check out my blogs from the beginning of the foot basketball season, if you check out any of my articles from the beginning of the, of the basketball season. I said, if Kevin Love bought in, this team could win 40 games. Clearly, I knew what I was talking about. Clear. Okay? I said, if Rubio buy in, they could tell for a nice playoff spot. Like, some home, home court. At least six, at least six to four. What are they doing right now? The Cavs stand at forty-one and thirty-one. There are ten games left in the season. They trail six games behind Miami, four games behind Milwaukee, with one and two, three games behind Philly, one game behind Chicago. All right. The Cavs currently do not have Jerry Allen available. Uh, they currently do not have Dean Wade available. And as it stands, neither one of these guys will be back before the playoffs. It's possible Jerry could come back, but probably not. So where does that stand? All right? Where, where does that leave the Cavs? They have a remaining schedule of the Raptors, the Bulls, the Magic, the Mavericks, the Hawks. That's just the rest of this month. Raptors, Bulls, Magic. If the Cavs are going to three-game winning streak right now, that would be everything. A three-game winning streak right now would be everything for the Cavs. All right? 
Then you end off the end off the month with the Mavericks and the Hawks, who are all fighting for playoff spots. Like every, with the exception of the Magic, every team the Cavs about to play is fighting for a playoff spot. Then you play the Knicks; they out of. You got the Seventy Sixers again. You got the Nets and the Bucks. We end the season playing the Nets and the Buccaneers. I mean, I said the Buccaneers. And the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know why I called them the Buccaneers. My bad, y'all. I got them all in the head. My bad. So, I like what the Cavs been doing. Um, I will say this to Coach JB, who will probably get Coach of the Year nods. Uh, it's possible that he may lose to, like, uh, Minnesota Coach or something. But, I would like to see JB play uh, Willard more. The Cavs only missing a score. That's like been a whole problem outside of the injuries. It's just having somebody who's going to consistently put up buckets. And that's really what they've been missing. Now, a lot of this is probably going to change once the playoffs start. But you got to get to the playoffs. And right now, the Cavs are lightweight limping into the playoffs. No Sexton. No Love. I mean, no Sexton. No Allen. Um, uh, Larry Marketing just came back quite just a few games ago. Evan Mobley was out for a few games. There's Garland just now getting back. So I would like to see one of their play more. Um, Lamar Stevens, bro. I love Lamar Stevens, bro. He he played with such a fire. He played with such intensity. I like that. Okoro played with that, too. And Okoro offensive game is going. Now, right now he relegated to like a slasher and a spot-up shooter. And that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, the slasher thing he's really good at. But the spot-up shooter thing is something he got to get better at. I would say this season going, this offseason, I would definitely like to see him work on his ball handle. Because um, him being able to handle the rock to a, a heavy degree will go a long way on this team. Um, I know you got your carries for Birch. You know, Sexton going to come back. You know what I mean? But who is that? Oh, oh, look at that. Look, let him know. Let him know. Man, but uh, we so looking at what the Cavs will have to do, all right? And I think these last 10 games should be about executing in the half court. The Cavs can get out and run, the Cavs can do a lot of things. That was a beautiful block, my girl. Beautiful block where the Cavs lack. Though, yeah, that right was now. crazy. <laughs> yeah, that blah, yeah, yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> hey, what the Cavs lack right now, though, is a half-court offense. Right now, their half-court offense is give ball in the ball, study some screens, and, 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 and pick this poison. This offensive attack has to evolve. There has to be more K-Love 
at the free throw line or Evan Mobley at the free throw line with his with their options to pass out or pass under or take the shot. I think that is the next evolution. Now, that usually works better when you can do a lot of handoffs. I mean, for the most part, you can hand off to Garland, but really you want to hand off to, like, Goodwin, Chetty, guys who take advantage of the defense when they're already going down here. Karis Levert problem. And it's not a major problem. It's an adjustment. I believe Karis Levert has to assert himself with the jump shot. Because Garland already break people down off the dribble. Even Mobley break people down off the dribble. And though nobody in the league wants them breaking people down off the dribble. But if Levert start off hitting shots, and it's the same thing I was saying about Sexton, if they start start off with a jumper clip, it opens up everything for the whole rest of the team, and it opens up the passing abilities uh, for them. Uh, Sexton and Levert. We're going to need Levert in the playoffs. I ain't going to lie. I think Levert going to go ham in the playoffs. But I think what Levert is, well, I'm not as down on Levert as everybody else. Because I understand that Levert was injured and that he's still trying to get acclimated to the team. Most importantly, he's trying to figure out where he needs to be able to insert himself without fucking up the floor of the team. Now, you know, people can say, oh, this, oh, it shouldn't take him that long. It took Darius Garland like a year and a half, two years to get it right by year three. I'm not saying it's going to take Levert that long. What I'm saying is, though, you got to give a person a chance to grow. We ain't robots. A person has to be able to grow, has to be able to see their mistakes, learn from it, adapt. But I think in the playoffs, he's going to come alive. You know what I'm saying? I, I, think, I, I totally believe. But I think JB should play Levert and Winland in the backcourt when he come off that bench. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're going to stay starting Okoro and um, Stevens. And I think when you come in with that bench, when you come in with Chetty and Love, you should just run Windler. Don't get me wrong. Brandon Goodwin been playing good. He's going to play in the playoffs. He's going to get quite a few minutes in the playoffs. But you're going to need Windler. You're going to need that size. You're going to need his confidence. You're going to need his shooting. You're going to need what he gives you on the defensive end as far as his help defense and what he helps out with the rebound, the long rebound. Uh, you know, in order for the player to get his confidence back, he got to play. So they got – so Coach JB, man, I think you got to work Willer in there. Man. He going he gonna to help stretch a lot of your minutes, you know what I'm saying, if he's allowed to be able to do his thing. Dean uh, Wade is a blow, though. It's a bigger blow than y'all know. You know what I'm saying? But I think, um, just speaking right now, you know, the Cavs might go 5-5. Five and five. I'm hoping they run off a 10-game winning streak. Because I picked them to go 51-31. and 31, So I need them to run off a 10-game winning streak. 
they already maxed out and lost is where I had them. So. Um, but look, y'all, was fun. All right, it's time being on my lunch break. Top it up with y'all. Just get a few tidbits in, you know. Go over a little bit of Tyreek stuff. Really get into it with the uh, uh, with the Cavs. But I'm be off tomorrow. Tomorrow we can get really in depth about these things and really have a long pod. So definitely thank you all for tuning in. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, uh, if you're on YouTube or Twitch, um, if you're listening on Spotify or Anchor. Appreciate y'all tuning in. It's been a pleasure. I am D. Trent. This is Game Changers Sports Talk on Industry Sports. And we're going to get up with y'all in a second. One.